heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? First up, Annabelle Nation. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Annabelle. Morning, Michael. How are you? I'm very well, very well. Uh, how are you going? And uh, how's the sentiment of your fellow Rose Hill uh, trainers after that news, which was broken to you yesterday? Oh, look, it's obviously um, look, big news. Um, but And I suppose probably one of mixed mixed feelings. Obviously, Rose Hill's been a you know, historical race, race course. Um, you know, it's a fantastic race course and, and the thought of losing it's obviously very sad. But on the flip side, you know, it's going to uh, generate an awful lot of money um, that could be pumped back into facilities, probably a new track. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of it um, yet, but I do know that it's, it, it'll completely change um, probably the, the whole um, outlay of, of racing in New South Wales. And I think, you know, certainly from trainers' point of view, the one thing we've always wanted is more stabling, um, on-course stabling, um, and it seems that you know it'll, it'll allow um, the ATC to revamp all their other, other facilities and more. I remember talking to you over the Spring Carnival, and that was a major um, point that you made, that you've got stables spread over multiple venues. How many do you actually, how many boxes have you actually got at Rose Hill? So we've got 24. Um, our main facilities at Warwick Farm, but we've got a barn at at Rose Hill and you know I love Rose Hill because everything's you know it's, everything's close to the track it's it just works really well obviously Chris Waller trains out of there so it probably speaks for itself in terms of you know how many good horses are, are trained on the track um, so it will be a big loss in that sense but um, I think you know what they're proposing is is building a a new um, training centre I think Horsley Park's been been mentioned um, I think it's going to benefit Warwick Farm um, you know that'll hopefully be redeveloped, and um, yeah, no doubt Canterbury. Um, I know there was previously talks of that, you know, potentially being sold, but I'd say that'll that'll probably um, yeah stay if Rose Hill's going, and, and I'm sure that'll get a revamp as well. So um, yeah, look, whilst I think part of it's a bit sad, I think you've always got to look forward, and I think it's going to be a huge opportunity for for us trainers and participants um, in New South Wales. So. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty exciting actually. Have you had the opportunity to speak to any of the other trainers at Rose Hill about it? Uh, I did have a chat to Gerald Ryan briefly about it, and I think he was probably of the same opinion of, of as me. I haven't spoken to anyone else, but um, look, uh, I think um, most people, as long as you know, as long as we're then benefited from it in other ways with a new track and, and upgraded facilities then you know I think it's it's probably a, a no-brainer because that's been you know the racing's fantastic I love training in Sydney but the one thing that you know I've I've always felt we needed is is um, you know better stabling and better facilities so it's going to enable that. Mm. Uh, I suppose Chris Waller's the one who's going to be the biggest affected with his his numbers of horses at, at Rose Hill and yeah. And I know, um, you know, tradition can't count for everything, but uh, <laughs> having a, a golden slipper and some other races at a, at a course outside of Rose Hill will be a little bit different. And, and I suppose the, the impact of um, others being able to continue the racing load at Randwick and other courses while a new track is being built, um, are there any fears about that? 
Oh, look, I mean, I only found out about it you know, yesterday evening, so um, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. I probably know almost as much as you do, mm. but um, I, look, they're, they're going to be well aware of that, and, uh, and I'm sure they'll be looking for a new site. I'm sure they'll, you know, Warwick Farm's probably underutilised, um, so hopefully, you know, I, I, I'm not sure what the plans are yet, but I'd love to see Warwick Farm get upgraded into a Saturday track. Um, I think that would be amazing. Um, and of course, you know, there are talks of them that they will try and replace Rose Hill with a, a new track. I don't know where that's going to be. It's all um, just the first steps at the mm. moment. So I can't comment too much on it, but I'm, you know, I'm sure the powers that be will um, have a good plan in place. And I think, um, as you say, you, you can't replace tradition, um, but I think you've just got to always be looking forward and um, I think overall it's going to be really beneficial to everybody. Uh, Annabelle, uh, this weekend could be a big weekend for Zaki. How long had you had a race like the Northerly in the back of your mind for him? Uh, probably quite early on in the in the preparation. Um, we, we toured here of Hong Kong, which obviously the same weekend, but in the end we just decided we thought it was better to leave him at home uh, just for various reasons, quarantine reasons, etc. But I think when he missed the King Charles... Um, it just made me think he's actually only going to have had four runs this campaign. And, um, yeah, he came through the championships in such good order that, um, yeah, we, the plan was always to head to, to either Hong Kong or the Northerly if he pulled up well. Um, and he pulled up really well. So um, we chose the Northerly and um, he certainly seems to be enjoying Perth. He's been, been down to the beach quite a lot and, um, yeah, he seems to have settled in really well. So he's travelled over and settled in very well. And when you look at the field on paper, it, it's it's a masterstroke, really. He's not going to find a, a, a better race on paper to win another Group 1, you would imagine. Yeah, well, I think the 1800's perfect. Obviously, he's played for age conditions as well. Um, but it, it'll be really interesting. You know, we don't get to line up the, the um, WA horses with our horses that often, but I mean, all I do know is you've got to respect them because whenever they've been brought over to the east, um, you know, they've been really competitive. So really respectful of, of the rest of them. But I think if Zaki does show up in the same that he has all preparation, then I think he should be mightily hard to beat. Give us the um, the schedule for James McDonald, who's going to be the busiest man uh, in 24 hours. Uh, what's, his, what's his flight times look like? Uh, so he yeah, flies today, um, I think this afternoon, he gets in late into Perth, so I think he has Friday to recover and then races Saturday and then um, he's on a midnight flight to um, Perth, which I think lands at about 7.30 on Sunday morning, so um, I'm sure he'll have a good sleep on the plane on um, Saturday night and he'll be ready to rock and roll for the likes of... Um, Romantic Warrior on Sunday. Mm, absolutely. Is this uh, the last run for Zaki this campaign, or is there another race that could be suitable? No, definitely the last run. He'll he's penciled in to fly back to um, Sydney on I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday after. So he'll then have a a break, um, just depending how he runs and how he comes through it. Probably depends how long the break will be and as to what we target in the autumn but um he looks fantastic he's sort of really he always holds his condition and he never needs a particularly long break so we haven't really looked beyond this weekend but it'll definitely be the paddock next week
What about locally? Um, uh, you've got a, a good hand in the Randwick meeting as well. There's a, a, a lot of prize money on offer on Saturday. You're probably not going to get a run in the Ingham, though, with Military Expert. Who do you like in, in Sydney on Saturday? Uh, yeah, Aristotle, she's a, a really promising horse kicking off, um, but I think he can run a big race. He won, albeit it was at Newcastle, but he won first up at, in his first run in Australia. He's a French import, and that was over the mile last prep, and then he back it up with another win um, at Randwick over the mile. Um, gets on really well with Jason Collett. Thought he trapped really nicely. So looking forward to seeing him. He's still a little bit wintry in his coat, actually. He's taking a bit of time, so we're just taking our time with him. Uh, but I think he'll run a good race. And Lady Laguna and Mauatai, uh, both live chances. Um, I think, again, Jason Collett hopefully can be the key to Mauatai, who's not the easiest of rides, um, but he's got a lot of ability and Lady Laguna um, Jet Stanley claims um, she's just a really tough honest mare um, she's trialled up really well and yeah hard to split them but Lady Laguna's probably that little bit more straightforward Have you got one that we should be backing at Ballarat? I know you got two in the last race uh, on Saturday um, Space Tracker drawn really awkwardly but um, there's been a bit of market support yeah, I couldn't believe that when I looked at the barrier draw two in one race and they drew 18 and 19 of 19. So I put my hands in my head. <laughs> I think, um, I think uh, look, Space Track is a really a source. Um, I don't know what we do from that draw. Uh, Mickey D has to work his magic, but he's a nice horse. Um, without winning, ran really well all campaign last, last preparation, which was his first prep in, in um, Australia. Um Healing Oasis ran well first up, and then I don't know what happened um, at Cranbourne. She didn't run a race at all, um, but I'm hoping we'll just put a line through that and she can bounce back because there's probably not, not much between those two. Um, but, yeah, the barriers are going to make it very tricky. And you've got a nice horse in Queensland, Midnight in Tokyo, who's been going well this time in since joining the stable. Do you like it on uh, on Saturday in the uh, in the gateway? Yeah, she's in the in the four-year-old race. Uh, I do like her. She's been really honest um, and consistent this preparation. New to new to the stable, but had quite good three-year-old form as well. So, um, look, I think she's another winning chance. Um, Bailey Wheeler seems to um, get the most out of these horses at the moment. He's riding really well, and um, yeah, it's a bit of a step up again in class for her. But yeah, I don't see why she can't get the job done. Who's your best two-year-old at the moment? Um, we haven't, to be honest, we haven't had uh, many to the races yet. Repose was really good in the gym crack. She, she sort of threw the race away on the line. Um, we've got a couple of nice horses coming through, but they're all just taking that little bit more time. So I probably can't name one for you yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got a couple to look out for that'll be trialling over the next couple of weeks. Annabelle, uh, good luck, especially with Zaki. It'd be great to see him win another Group 1 on the weekend. Thanks very much, Michael. Annabel Neesham joining us there.